Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. Whenever you listen to this episode, make sure you subscribe and hit that ding a ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. You can show your support by giving us a five-star rating and head to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. My name's Gav. I've got my usual drinking buddies, Cal, Scotty, and MD. Good evening. Good evening. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, right then, uh, we'll start off as we normally do, go around the virtual table, see what we're drinking to kick things off. I will start off because I believe you guys are probably going to be on the same brewery, same beers-ish. Um, I have had, so I've, I've been a long time since I've been into Asda. Um, Asda selection of beverages has always been a bit naff, or was naff about a year ago. Um They've certainly been behind the curve in terms of supermarkets, you know, with Tesco and Sainsbury's and stuff stepping up the game in the last couple of years. They've, they've certainly been slow in the uptake. A hundred percent. However, very, very pleasantly surprised to find some new beverages um, within the selection. I had um, my warm up beer was a salt Quilo. Um, no, it wasn't. I've got that one to go. It was actually a salt uh, beer, still salt, and it was their single hop citrus series. They've had some single hop series in there before. Um, I think a mosaic one um, was outstanding. The citra one, I've got the now, I've had the now, is 5%, and it's just, it's it's good. It's a nice middle of the road beer, nothing too special. Supermarket beverage, and it does what it says on the tin. I think citrus of it, yeah. Citra's like a proper workhorse. You know, it's in everything, but I think it, it doesn't really sing out too much um, if it's left on its own. I think it kind of needs some company to to really make to it make does. it work properly. Um, but I it does. I agree. The one I'm drinking right now is from Tooth and Claw, a brewery that I discovered four, no, three years ago, I think it was. Um, and it's their One Eye IPA, seven percent. Um, Brewed using uh, Urn Mate Nelson, Vic Secret. So it's a, meant to be a juicy, big mass of aromas, gooseberry, pineapple, passion fruit. Um, passion fruit, yes, maybe a wee bit of pineapple. Um, body-wise, it's really light, to be fair. It's a wee bit of bitterness on the back end, to be honest, which is quite pleasant. It's nice enough, 7%. Um, it does the job. It's nothing amazing. To be fair, the Vic, I mean, the, my mate Nelson is kind of hard to find in there. Um, I wouldn't have made a bit more punch from that, but that's just my opinion. And But I, I would buy it again. I think it was, they had an offer. It was four for three. So you just picked four. And these, these I've picked four beers. So I can't even really complain. It was like eight quid for all four of them. So not going to grumble for four at 440. So yes, I'm enjoying it. It does the job. Gilroy. Vessel's empty. I've just finished, so I'm just getting ready to nip down the stairs and grab the, the other ones out of the freezer, but I've just finished a Williams Brothers Midnight Sun, so an old school number, um, a rich, dark and spicy porter. Big it's 5.5%. 
500ml bottle. Just classic, eh? Black is the midnight sun, apparently, and is created from a blend of malted barley, oats, roast barley, chocolate malt, balanced with gener a generous helping of hops. Nondescript hops, but hops nonetheless. Root ginger apparently elevates the ale to another level. Um, and you do get a wee bit of spice off it. Um, Spicy! But it's mainly kind of chocolatey burnt toast flavours. And Fair yeah, enough. really pleasant. Typical typical Williams Brothers. Really high quality. Um, and does what it says on the, the bottle. The bottle, you can you ask. Can you the first one I've had in for a wee while. I did it in the fridge for a bit, so try to clear up room. It's good to go back to those ones that you're just easy drinking. The way it's stalwarts, but just like you know what you're going to get, you, you can just you sit know, back. It's not a million degrees anymore, so yeah, can enjoy something a bit darker. Exactly, Mundo. Uh, Callum, what you got? Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll let Mark explain. Why we're drinking the beers first, I think, because yeah. I'm, I'm drinking um, number one on our beer list. So, Mark, oh, tell us about the. the that makes I've kindly, kindly got four beers delivered this evening, late doors, um, but and, and plenty of time to chill them in the freezer. So, no, tell us about the beers first. So, obviously, it was a, it was a late, late addition um, because of uh, cancellation tonight. However, um, I was lucky enough to be. Um, to be asked to kind of review a couple of beers from an old employer of mine and <laughs> flavorly. Um, and they have, they had this, um, their arcade beer works um, sort of brand uh, a couple of years back and it sort of kind of fell by the wayside slightly due to COVID and everything else under the sun. And uh, Callum and Rob and that there have been, it's been a kind of a long so the kind of process of kind of getting this uh, brewery, beer works, whatever you want to kind of put it, um, kind of back into public eye. So the kind of the whole premise behind this is using the their industry experience. Uh, as you can tell, I'm reading the uh, Calm's wackage in, so cheers, Cal. <laughs> so <laughs> they're using their industry experience and brewing contacts to create top quality beer that bridges the gap between traditional and contemporary brewing at a great price. Um, so this is uh, like a pale ale IPA series that they've put together. There's four beers that go along um, and have different categories that they kind of uh, want to hit within the the four beers. And obviously Cal has mentioned uh, he's on Arcade beer one and I've opened the same beer just for uh, for tasting purposes and I'm gonna I have the tasting notes in front so I'm a little bit cheating tonight but I'm gonna give my own thoughts prior um, as to go along but Cal uh, I'll let you explain what you're drinking in terms of yeah yeah now. I mean so it's so obviously we, we kind of know the, the sort of backstory of, of you, you've just given us a sort of 101 on the, the birth of the, the beers and stuff. So we kind of know that it's, it's kind of like craft beer on a budget and um, it's it's designed to stop that gap between traditional and, and sort of, like you say, the more sort of upmarket contemporary beers. Yeah. Um, so we're not expect straight off the bat, I'm not expecting fireworks. No. Um, but I'm, I'm actually quite uh, surprised. It's, it's a quite nice. Um, 
it's quite nice. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's got a lovely hazy colour. Um, it's, it, it's got a little bit of an aroma. It, it's not, it doesn't smack you about the chops, but again, it's, it's, I wouldn't really have expected that too much. It's got, it's got sort of citrusy, maybe a hint of tropical um, on the nose. Um, it's got a lovely body. It's four and a half percent pale ale, uh, sorry, IPA. Um, it's nice and bitter, which is good. Um, you're getting a lovely sweetness um, and, and finishing off of that kind of grapefruity sort of bitterness at the end. Um, and yeah, it's, it's fine. It really is. You know, and I'd, I'd, I'd be quite happy if, if I was to go into a pub and get poured a pint of this, I'd be quite happy to sit and drink a pint of this. Um, yeah, and, and you know, if I was to if I was to maybe see a four pack um, or a six pack sitting, um, I, I wouldn't be adverse to, to picking that up for for a sort of lazy Saturday uh, sort of coffin. Um, I mean, it's no it's no setting the world on fire um, by Aye. any stretch of the imagination, but I think it's it's, I mean, definitely, it sounds... hitting, it's definitely hitting the brief. It, it, it's categorised as H for hoppy. Mm. Um, that's what it says on the can. It's category H for hoppy, um, and it is. <laughs> It probably isn't as hot forward as as maybe an IPA should be, but for four and a half percent and for what it is, I think it's 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 hitting the mark for me. It's uh, yeah, it's quite pleasant. From the what you said, dealt from, uh, from Calm's kind of uh, wackaging that he's, he's he's gave you. It sounds like to me like it's it's that it's getting people on the craft beer ladder. So you're no, like you said, Cal, you're no expecting fireworks, just something a wee bit different from your norm. And that that what you're saying there, Cal, sounds like it's doing what it's what it's supposed to do, is bridging that yeah, gap. As I say, it's perfectly pleasant. It's it's um yeah, it's a lovely it's lovely to drink. And and you know, I, I, as I said, quite happily I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm no, you know, I'm no pulling faces or anything like that. And you know, mm. we 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 didn't pull any punches. If it'd been shite, I would have tell you it was shite. But it's, it's definitely no crap, and it's uh, and it's yeah, I'm I'm quite surprised actually. Um, what was the notes in the beer, Delk? I'm, well, I'm going to give you mine first before I give you this because I'm the same. Uh, obviously, I've got a bit of experience with this. I wasn't Callum, I suppose, didn't hate me, but I wasn't overly hopeful when the beers when I, I got like I've tried some of the arcade works old stuff, and it was a bit kind of lacklustre. See, for me, the the this is like this is really pleasant to drink. Um, I totally agree with everything that you've kind of mentioned, Cal, in terms of like the aroma. For me, it's got a like I don't know if it's just it's my nose picking it up. No jokes. <laughs> 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 um, but it's got literally uh, uh, no touching uh, that one moving. <laughs> But it was the gooseberry aspect of it for me. It had a sort of a, not a, not, I'm not going to say Nelson, but it has like a, um, like a, a kind of white wine. Quite, quite grapey kind of grapey, mm-hmm. um, um, aroma to it, uh, paired up with um, a, a slight bit of kind of, kind of tropical aspect of it. So um, the hops that make up this beer are cashmere, uh, Columbus and Yukonot. Um It's a, a clean classic pale, um, so it's a um, American yeast um, and hop combination to give sort of a um, aromas of tropical fruits, grapefruit and gooseberry, um, with a lingering bitter finish um, as the as the tasting notes to kind of go with that. Which 
Fucking, there's a full house there, bingo for Cal. Cal, I think, had it on the nose. But for me, it's it's really, really easy drinking. Um, and I think, I know... <laughs> I know from the like the breweries and stuff that um, the flavour they've been working with of recent, um, in terms of like the the most recent collaborations, let's put it that way, um, that there's some really good breweries and there's quite some there's a couple of smaller breweries that are under the radar that um, that I think brewed this. If I'm going to go with, I don't know whether I should mention that or not, but I will wait until I've had maybe a couple of cans and I'll bluff it later. <laughs> um, but um, it's a brewery that I hadn't really heard too much of. Um, but at first, at first um, sort of taste on this, I think it's really, really pleasant. So yeah, yeah it's good. Um, I hope I hope that uh, whoever whoever has brewed it and gets gets the credit and. You know, gets kudos. Right. Let's just you know because because yeah. I think just you know we, we know how we know how difficult it is having having spoken to, to to many breweries and and you haven't had your experience um, working in the industry for that short time. Uh, you know, we know how difficult it is to sort of brew to that budget and you know how quite frankly how unrealistic some of the the expectations are for for you know producing beer of any kind of quality. So so you know. We know that the kind of low bar that they're having to hit with that, so they've the punched out something half decent here. Like, I know Callum's really he's really proud of the beers um, in terms of like how they've came out. So, and I know having drank plenty of pints um, with Callum, that he, he does know his beer really well. So, um, it's uh, Quantuck Brewing is the brewery that has done all the um, um, all this sort of rework. Um, so to give them. The shout. They obviously uh, flavorly had kind of passed sort of the recipes and the kind of styles that they were looking for. Quantum have then basically brought them into the twenty um, first century, maybe that's the best thing. And they said they were totally unrecognisable in terms of how the uh, beers were previously to how Quantum have kind of um, brought them now and it said they were a huge, huge step forward in terms of what... It says it, it, says it on the can, dude, to be fair. Brewed and canned at Quantum Brewery. So, All right. so yeah, that's me just yeah. spotted that. I was just looking there, but, the, you know, at the, at the bottom, it's, it's got Arcade Beerworks's um, address and stuff on there, but it does say it's pretty big on the can, brewed and canned at Quantum Brewery. So, so yeah, I'm glad, I'm see, glad that's on there. So. See, to be fair, like, obviously... Flavour are going to have these these contacts naturally for what they do. Um, it makes perfect sense for them to say, "Look, let's that I can we can, we have the chance here with a brewery to make a beer for Flavourly, um, which is going to reduce the cost to them. That means they can get a beer out that's going to be cheaper. That doesn't necessarily mean that the beer is going to be of adverse quality. And obviously, from what you've said, there, boys, it's obviously a decent beer." Um and just you said Quantuck and I'm like who are they and I've I've quickly just jumped on Instagram and I realised who you meant who you, you were saying it was and they've been making beer for a long time and they make some decent stuff I've had a couple of their beers before they make decent beer um and that obviously reflects on what they're what they're doing here with uh, Arcade Beerworks uh, Gilroy have you picked one of them up yourself I so I went for uh, number two numero dos <clears throat> numero dos which is um. C for crisp. Oh. <laughs> Ready salted. Um, 
It's a paleo. Right. It's four percent. Are you going in hard here, Gilroy? No, I don't think so. Semi. I think these all these beers are going to be a lot of them anyway. If the explanation of number one and my immediate thoughts on number two mm. are anything to go by, then they could be. I think all much of a muchness doing what it is their intention was. I don't. I don't, three and four. I can't speak for yet, but right. I've not tried number one myself. But number two, apparently, I should be getting some orange and malt. Right. I don't really get very much maltiness. Um, I, there's definitely some sort of citrus there, but I couldn't distinguish it as orange. Um, it does have a, a lovely kind of bitterness toward the end. Um, if I was to compare it against other paleos in, that, in the kind of craft class, I think it would be slightly unfair. Um, but if you put it alongside like traditional meats craft, like a, I don't know, like a, a kind of generic maybe 500 mil bottle paleo like a I don't know like a Cairngorm something or other or something like that that kind of stuff it's definitely more hop forward than them mm. um, I would say it's it's pretty pleasant I look like the first one um, based on tasting notes I would just say it's maybe missing a wee bit of a, a wee bit of oomph but then 4% paleos are always are, are tend to be quite frequently missing a bit of oomph which is why you, True. you don't you drink them very often it has to be a special one for it to kind of stick it Mm-hmm. Um, like you roll with it and things like that are, are the things that I would immediately go to if I was having a kind of 5%-ish paleo but it's light, it's crisp I mean the it's got a lovely kind of lacing in your glass and stuff like that, the head retention is pretty good it's quite hazy um, it's it's probably a solid beer, it's a solid pale There's Are you on the same Callum, have you opened it? Number two, no I've, I've jumped to number four Hey, well, I'll do a number two. I'm just gonna. I was just trying to pair up with like so. Then I do a number two, mate. That's. I don't know why I see that. Because <laughs> you were that enamoured with the number one. Jobbies. Ah, yeah, yeah. God, uh, the tone was lowered. But... You're always counting on me, mate. Number one was near golden ale. <laughs> uh, wasn't it called Golden Rain? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Jobby's just funny. Golden Rain, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So the hops in this number, uh, number two, are Azaka, Cashmere, and Idaho Seven. Right. Okay. Um, Where? No, I've not tasted it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've not tasted it, so give me a boy. <laughs> I couldn't nod. I mean, I couldn't tell you there was that much. That there was that. That's a pretty distinctive. Not distinctive. It's a combination, and I didn't get a hell of a lot. No, it was pretty cold when it came out, but it's starting to warm up now. I'm maybe getting a wee tiny bit more kind of orange peel on the nose. Right, I'm going to give you the taste notes because I'm I, I kind of agree with you here. And compared to number one, this is a bit limp wristed, like, mm. and I know there's a half a percentage difference, but um, it's it's kind of missing a little bit on. So this is um, it's the same um, sort of American yeast um, kind of hop combination, like I mentioned, the Zaka Cashmere Idol Seven. Um, 
So this is to bring out flavours and aromas of stone fruit, pine, with a like a little bitter finish as the uh, the tasting notes uh, to go there. It does have a bit of finish. I'll give it that. I just mm. don't get much. I get a bit more on the nose now. I feel like I feel like I might have to put up the, the visual content in this podcast just to watch you all fire your beaks and your glasses. It's great. Well, we're giving it Do, like, doing doing it properly. Correct. Just just to make sure that if you're listening to this and, and Callum, if you're listening to this, that make, we're going balls deep in this. We're making sure we get this right. Oh, the thing is, um, like I said to Callum, we're we're going to be really honest with it, and I think. Um, what they're trying to do, and I know they're they're doing it for the like they're doing things properly um now is is the best way to put it for me. And you know, trying to bring modern craft beer in at a budget is a really difficult aspect of it. But it's been proven that it can be done in terms of we've spoke about this and I think like Gil, you mentioned it, comparing it with Supermarket beers and what's available in the supermarket is probably a really good comparison because yeah. and there is levels to supermarket beers as well. If you think about it, you know we've got four or five quid cans in Tesco's now, okay. but most of them are going to sit in that three quid aspect of it. Now these beers that we're drinking probably won't sit in like they're they're three thirty mils, so they're probably going to um, sit under. They're definitely going to sit under the three quid price mark. So another four forty yeah. mil can sit in the the three pound mark, the two ninety nine on the Flavourly website. But um, even the ones that I've got here, there's none of, none of the supermarket beers I've I've bought from Asda are below five percent. Yeah, and I, I, I'm talking like single hop, single hop IPA, an IPA. I've got a, a hazy IPA at six and a half, and I've got a Westie. None of them are below five. That's just how I see if you get this. Smell the can. <laughs> oh, we're we going for can smell now. Oh, inside. Nah, inside I know. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Do you not get mere pine and orange off the can? Slightly. There's a bit of dankness to it for me. Aye. The day. Like there's a bit of sweaty salt, you know that like can. proper like danky aspect. But, but it's all in the can. It's not in the. It's not in the liquid. Yeah, that isn't like the can does give off more aroma than the uh, than when it's in the glass. It is. I'm getting a little bit more kind of orangey, kind of bitter. I don't get much pine, but like, let's be honest, that oh. kind of flavour profile is it's that's going to be hard to hit on me, to be honest I with you. Because side, side question: How how fresh are these? Are these like fresh as? They're August, right? Uh, August twenty two, best before May twenty three. Yeah, fair enough. Twenty eighth of July, mind us. Hi, August twenty two. Hi, so. I mean, that's fresh. Pretty fresh. Pretty fresh. Um, I've got a bit. This is the last number one. Like, if I was, I, if I'm doing scoring and I'm doing scoring in comparison with like supermarket beers here, right? Like, I'm not talking about like yeah, Pantheon yeah, yeah. beers, I'm talking about like what you would pick up in a supermarket. And we've mentioned like, um, like right, roll with me and, 
Oh, so you no, no, come on, that's that's no. Nah. You're where I'm seeing this as like like your disco forklift truck and uh, things like that, like three thirty mil can, you know, pale ales, that kind of beer. That's where I'm seeing these kind of sitting alongside. So that kind of one eighty beer, one eighty to two pound for a three thirty mil can. So what these kind are, of these are one ninety a can, right? To give you the right. on the okay. flavorfully website, you know. So right. you're probably right in that ballpark. Number one for me. Number one for me is better than a one pound ninety can of beer. Like I, I would pay if if that was on the shelf at two fifty, just hanging, and I was thinking, you know, or I was getting a four pack as part of whatever the deal was. I'd be quite happy because I think there's loads of flavour in it. The one ninety for can two is a harder sell for me. I don't feel like it has the flavour that can one had, and I'm comparing them next to each other now. You know, yeah. so. The, the first can for me is just sl- like elevated sort of slightly in, in that sense. Anyway, you've got can four. Let's can like, four. let's see what we've got with can four, Cal. Yeah, so so yeah, I think I think we've definitely sort of <laughs> drank these in the wrong, drank these in the wrong <laughs> order. Even even though we're drinking them kind of in numerical order a wee bit. It's, so I went for number four and it's the New England session IPA four and a half. Yeah, this one's um, and this, is, enough, it? this is categorized as J for juicy. Mm. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and it just you know, Juicy. can we give can we give that as an overall note? I know, yeah. I know. Juicy. But as I mean, that's 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 your beer snobbery sort of taking over. You know, know, you know, that, you know, where it's where it's pitched and stuff. That's, that's the kind of that just reminds me of fucking sh- Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Juicy. <laughs> but the thing that sets New England's apart for me is the nose, and it's it's that sort of. That really sort of tropical brilliance that you get, you know that that perfume that you get from New England, and it just it's missing completely. You know, I, I, I don't, you know, it's the you tropical, get, you know, it's the stone fruity, kind of the sweet. It's the the haze of. I'm New not getting. I'm 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 getting very very little at all. Maybe maybe the slightest of trouble. Maybe maybe just like a wee touchy pineapple or whatever. It mm. looks it's, the right colour. Yeah, colour. It good. looks it looks great. It's got a great body. It's 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 head. It's holding its head really well. Yeah. It's it feels great. You know, it it, it feels like a New England to drink. It's it's so and, and it's you're a... getting that you're getting that slight sort of tart. You know that sort of tart juiciness that you get for New England you do get you know and I would I would say that it is juicy okay so it's it's lacking any kind of bitterness at the end I don't want me. bitter for New England though you want that at the end though mate you want no. you want no for New England you do you do mate you do I'm no, sorry no you maybe want a dryness or something from that Aye, point maybe but that's no what better I mean. that's, that's what I mean right. and okay. it's, it's no getting any of that at the end for me right so um, but, but again it, Sorry, I'm just going to say. Remember, this is a session, New England. Uh-huh. I'm totally, I'm totally on board with that, right? right? And I think for for it being a session beer, it's got a great body. You really feel like you're getting, you really feel like you're drinking a decent drink. You know, it's and and it's it's there in terms of body. You could, it, it's certainly a step up for number one. Um, 
which mm. is what I would expect for New England because it's, it's it should be packed, it should be juicy, it should be thick and creamy, and it is. Um, I think really the only place that it falls down is, as I say, that kind of that kind of dry butter finish that I would expect for a for a New England, um, and the aroma, and I, and we know that that, that uh, for me anyway. Aroma is half the battle in a New England. I'm going to I'm going to push back on you with this is me without even drinking the beers, right? I'm going to say because it's a a, sesh, a New England session IPA with regards to the bitterness that you're saying that you want from it. I don't think you're going to you're ever going to get it. Okay. I think I think you'll find it difficult to find a session New England that's got the bitterness. I think you'll get. I think. What I've tend to, what I tend to find with a, a session New England is, is the body's weak. Um, but again, I'm not. This is me without drinking the beers. Um, right. So I've got the I've got the kind of the tasting notes and stuff here, um, and it's quite interesting, like having like what Callum's saying and and then comparing them because so this is it's a obviously it's a session New England IPA. Um, but what they're using um, Quantox House Pale Ale Base, so right. their core Pale Ale um, sort of malt bill and everything, and then they're using a New England style yeast, similar. And I'm just like whether this is the yeast or not, but kind of similar. When Cal, when we pitched like the Verdant New England, right. yeah, yeah, which yeah. is um, the strains designed to uh, produce tropical fruity esters. And then they're combining that with Amarillo, which I think goes really well with new um, a New England uh, IPA. Uh, Idol 7, which I would probably, I, I, I don't think it can lend itself, but however, like it's an amazing hop, so fair play. And another hop called uh, Palisade. Palisade. Okay. I've never heard of that one myself, but um, I'm going to have a wee look into it and, and dive in. Um, so obviously, kind of tropical notes, stone fruit, and on the tasting notes here, it's saying a subtle grassiness, grassy note, which I wouldn't kind of go with um, from a New England kind of point of view. But everything you've said there, like with the tasting notes, so if you've got a pale ale base and you're brewing pale ale, rather than having like, for me, like if you're brewing a New England IPA, you, you're probably going to have it stacked a little bit more with sort of the oats and mm -hmm. sort of that kind of creamy aspect to bring the body and everything up. And then you're going to, when you're hot profiling for a New England IP, you are basically, there's nothing going in from a bitterness point of view, slight, and then you're ramping the, the juiciness up. So Amarillo, and if, for me, Amarillo is the only hop that's in there without having read Palisade, so P-A-L-I-S-A-D-E. Palisade, if I'm saying that incorrectly, then somebody oh, can right. catch me. Yeah, I've just I've just Googled it and it's and it's kind of it's your your generic citrus stone fruit kind of right, okay. Kind of thing. Yeah, so right, okay. So <laughs> it, 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 dual purpose, <laughs> it's a dual purpose kind of hop. So So it might okay, so it probably does fit in that remit a little bit, but <laughs> At four and a half percent, um, everything you're saying in terms of where you're getting the flavour, and then reading the tasting notes, I would kind of expect it then. Like, so does the is the beer doing what it's supposed to, or is it? Are we? I haven't. I feel, given... I'm, I'm feeling kind of bad that I've maybe 
No, but, but, but no, 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 because about hard. But that's the whole point, mate. That's what the it's only, all. The only thing that the only thing that's disappointing. I haven't had a two or three more drinks now. Um, the only thing that's disappointing me now is the aroma. And I'm no backing down for that. You know, I can totally, I can totally appreciate that 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 bitterness and and the, whether you want it there or not is subjective and, and all that kind of kind of stuff or dryness or bitterness or however you want to fucking say it. The thing that's non-negotiable for me about a New England is the aroma. Yeah. And it should it should smell tropical. It should smell juicy. Is that you know that that's a, a kind of stupid thing to say, but mm. it, it should smell like that, and it, it doesn't for me. Um, okay. It doesn't. But but yeah, I think I think to achieve that kind of body in on a four and a half session, uh, New England, I think is, is is a win for me really, and and it really does feel it feels and, and as, as as I say, I'm I'm enjoying drinking it. It's pleasant, you yeah. know. But we're all about what it says on the tin, and I just I, I think that the, the the aroma is just missing for me. But but it's it's not a, a bad beer by any stretch of the imagination. No, fair play. Like I'm not like. I say this to like Calum in a message, like we're gonna be really honest and break them down and and I think what I would suggest is buying the going out and buying the beer. Like because like we've tasted three of them so far and I think Gil, you've got the fourth one. Have you got number three opened, have you? Yes. Or uh, or you oh dear. <laughs> um but like if you I suppose it's it's tricky. If you if you listen to this podcast then you know, we've hit all kind of scopes of kind of craft beer, everything from the like top of the range to bottom of the range. And um, I think, you know, this is just another flavor, is another avenue for opening. And uh, for me, this is a step in the right direction, what I've tasted so far, um, compared to what I've tasted in the past. Aye, yeah. <laughs> you know, totally and it's no bottom of the pile by any stretch of the mind. Not even, not even close. Not even. I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing to say. Like it's, we're being, we're we're being like we're we're trying to pick hairs here and and pick Aye, holes and it. pick holes in the be in the beer. But at the same time, from what you guys are saying, this isn't the worst of the worst beers that we've we've tried. No, oh, not even close. And they're all four, and they're all four and a half percent. You know, so there's there's only so much. Excuse me, that you can you can do with that style of beer. We've had it, like, with every brewery that we've spoken to, it's, this is why this part of the the industry and the market, whatever you want to put it as, is, is, has become, for me, like, probably the most competitive is because people have done the, well, we've done the dippers and you can get all the flavour into the 8%, but Aye. getting flavour and body and all that mouthfeel and coating the glass and keeping a head and having it look the same and all the rest of it and 4% and 3% and we, we mentioned Mash Gang before and 0.5% it's oh, yeah. unbelievable it's um, hard. So, and, and I have to be honest like I, w- I would not be disappointed if I paid 2 quid hey. you know 2.5 quid even for, for one of these stubbies and, and you know in a shop I wouldn't be disappointed. It wouldn't oh, put me yeah. off going back to Quant, you know, Quantuck or 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 um, arcade beer. What it wouldn't put me off going back. No, see, um, for me though, it's the it's the opposite. No. Like if if Aye. Quantuck can do this, if they can do this on um, on on well on budget, but on recipes that are being provided, not as in like this is what like obviously this is what they want to brew. Like they will mm-hmm. put their spin on it, but um, nah, it's cool. Gilroy, number three, you've had a big sigh. 
tell us about it. Oh, no, did I that? I missed that. Aye. Uh oh. Right, this is so. This is a tricky one, though. Like in terms of the the spiel, right? Right. Fruity session beer, citrus pale ale is a classic fusion of finely balanced pale ale with its delicate fruity aroma and biscuity flavors, sparked to life with added citrus. Now, that's exactly the same as the other one, just different, just in a different order. Yep. This is. It's four percent again. Citrus, hoppy, and golden. Just because we've mentioned all the other categories, this is category F for fruity. Fruity. Mm-hmm. Fruity. Um, this, I can only imagine this is another one that's based on a on a Quantock's traditional recipe for something with an added spin. Because this is a that's. That's a cask pale That's a cask pint. Uh, you do the work as well. Head retention, almost zero. No. Fizz, 0. 0.5. <laughs> um, taste, borderline Uh-oh. unpleasant. Ooh. <laughs> um, get a bit more, you get a bit more malt. It's got a lot of bitterness, or a good bit of bitterness at the end. The, the flavour that you get up front disappears almost immediately, and you're just left with the, the bitterness. I wouldn't say it's incredibly Moorish. Um, for it being almost the same spiel, it's a totally different beer to the first one. Um, just completely cool. different. And yeah. it's, it's kind it's of a different wild. Base. How, you're you're um, right, it's a, it's a different base. These, Aye, it's a trad base, isn't it? Yeah. These two, um, the last two, three and four, when I read the uh, kind of can, these were the two that kind of I was... Scared hope, you. Well, at least hopeful for, just because of, like, kind of knowing... Like, citrus pale for me is just, like, it's just pish. Like, it's just I, 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 uh, exactly. Um, Feels a bit like a cop-out for me. Like, they just... Well, they but, just Genetic, too generic, you know. At least say, at least say, like, you know, orange paleo or mango or, or grapefruit paleo or, you know. Nah, but see, all that makes it worse for me. But like, I totally agree with you. But it's that they all come under the same big category. Um, so this beer is um, based on a golden pale ale base, which as soon as Gil kind of showed, it has got cast written all over it by the looks of it. Um, again, the, the hop combinations to give a citrus pale, a brilliantly balanced experience of hop, malt, and addition of orange peel um, uh, with the biscuity base, basically biscuity, orange, and citrus. So this is Admiral, First Gold, and UK Chinook uh, in terms of the hops uh, with Orange peel added um, as a as a fruit base as well. Um, if that doesn't scream cast beer, like I don't know what. Nothing wrong with that, you know. There's, there's nothing wrong with that, mate. I'm, I'm selling cast beer like on a by a, a shit ton every week, you know, because it is the stalwart of pubs. It's the heartbeat mm-hmm. of pubs. It really is. Um, it's a conversation that I'm having on a weekly basis at the moment, it's a really tricky one if you are being like 
if I'm thinking about this as entry-level craft beer, I think it's a really good pitch because what what they're doing is they're taking um, people are uh, the palate of a cask ale drinker and trying to oomph it enough to kind of fit into a 330ml like craft can, basically. And, mm. you know, it's, it is the step into craft beer. I, I've not tasted it yet, um, so um, it's a bit tricky on that sense. I'm still uh, getting through number two. But uh, there's no point, no point getting hammered too quick. <laughs> no, that might make the uh, it's Tuesday, is it? Anyway, <laughs> but it's really interesting. Are you got uh, another can opened, Gav? Like, let's talk to you. Like, it looked quite a dark beer you poured. That's why I love oh, it. mate, I've just had potentially the best West you can get in a supermarket. Hey, stop it. I'm not even fucking lying. Um, and this, I'm, I'm going to um, articulate a, a review that I believe that you did because you're in control of the the podcast uh, Untapped. Okay. This. So what you said. So you, you, it was it was a three point seven five. You gave it. Okay. Bit, bitter IPA. The mango flavouring is a nice touch, which helps keep it smoother than than the initial bitterness. The beer in question is the Revelator from Lane Brewing. From who? Lane. Lane. All oh, right. That bad boy, right there. Um, I don't remember that at all. Well, unless somebody else has got control of the untap. Fuck knows. Um, not guilty. This um, the one can feel is fucking tremendous. Ten out of ten for the can feel. Uh, Five point nine percent. This is kind of a. An American style West Coast IPA, obviously West Coast, full of it's a kind of full bodied IPA in terms of it. You get a wee bit of fruitiness, you get a wee bit of peachness, maybe a wee bit of like kind of melon. But oh my god, the the through the back end, the bitterness just comes through and goes fucking booyah! How's your mother? And you uh-huh. go, oh, shit. Um, that's honestly. Um, the, the color of it, like you said, it's, it's super dark. It's what you want. It's how you want your West. That's how a West Coast should look. Yeah, that's how a West should look. One million percent. April twenty nineteen. That's a long. That was a long time ago. It's guaranteed to have changed since then, surely. Oh, I don't. I don't remember this, but like, I don't like realistically, it, unless bitter and hoppy was the flavour profiles I kind of see, unless like, it was you Gav, like, fair no, play. No, doubt, doubt it was me. I've got more than one. Uh, fair play. But, genuinely, this, um, I, I can't think of the like a, a supermarket Westie that I've had that's it's hit the mark in terms of West Coast bitterness and this one is, is hitting it definitely, regardless of it even being fucking supermarket. Is this Asda? Asda. I don't know if we'll get that as the up here. Well, you'll that's, get that up there, that's what Maybe. I was thinking. I doubt you'll get it up there. It's probably going to be my... I'll need to pick up some cans and send them I'll to you. I'll do a boys. beer swap. Um, I've got some arcade uh, beer works I can send you. And uh, then... Yeah, it's funny, that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but what a prick. Um, but no, genuinely really nice. The other one, the other beer I want to shout out um, is from Salt again. So it's Salt and Aquilo. And uh, so Salt, Quilo, and Polygon. Polygon aren't a brewery. It's actually an NFT. 
website place thing. And the beer in question is called NFT. Uh, it's a hazy IPA, um, 6.5%. Juicy, hoppy, does exactly what it should what it should do. What you also get with this beer, which is kind of cool if you're a wee nerdy nerd like me. Yeah, 100%. You, you get an NFT with it. Um, I've, I've, I've looked I've looked at NFTs before, never actually done it. But you, if you buy the can, you scan the B code, you do all the jibbery pokery that I ask you today, you get a wee NFT. It's pretty cool. Good boy. That's my bit. Bye. Mm-hmm. Well, fair enough. Like, oh, what oh, what have you drank? I'm on number three, um, the citrus pail, because obviously. What I was trying to do is like make sure that at least two of us are drinking the beer, like so we taste it. But which basically means I've drank every beer so far. So, but there are only three thirties in their session. So it's hardly even a pint. No, true. This ah, this is quite poor. Like I'm just going to be honest. Like what? It's it's got it's it's got the malty aspect of it. There is a bit of biscuity in there. It's been wafted with some orange. I totally get that. Um, and see, to be honest, like if the, if you describe this in a cask, when I was in looking for a cask pint, I would probably pick it up because it's light and it's going to hit the notes. I feel like it's. Uh, I, I feel was like there, it's just, was there just a, like an orange sitting beside the keg, maybe, or beside the. I think it was sitting on top of the keg, guy, wasn't it? Maybe, maybe, maybe the keg was painted orange. <laughs> just as a maybe, maybe, maybe they walked past every day and you went orange. <laughs> it's well, in comparison, it's the only one that it's the no, one out of the four that's distinctly no anywhere near modern. I don't know how to say it, but like it's like it's got like a who is, I'm is it? Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I was like, I wasn't, I, I don't think I'm being unfair in saying it's borderline, it's nearly unpleasant. It's is it not, like soapy? Is it like, like a no, soapy thing? It's not even soapy, it's just no right. Is this conduct again? Yeah, I think they've yeah, done them all. It's I definitely a. It's, tr- it's, 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 Classic it's, trying to, it's trying to craft a, a non-craft beer. It's a it's a traditional it's a traditional ale. Right, so the thing that annoys me is a traditional ale on cask in a pub. The, the thing that's like I think the bit that's annoying me is that on the can it's got fruity, citrus. Yeah. Um, it's got a modern description. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on, it's got fruity, citrus, and there's another fruity aroma, biscuit. Uh, spark life into the addition of citrus. So there's two citruses on there, two fruity on there, and it's just like... It's even categorised as F for fruity. <sighs> just that, that one... I would like I'm to try this that, on... That I, one I'm disappointed in. I would like to try it on cask, put it that way. Well, that's not going to happen, you know that. No, but that's the... The, 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 the method or the, the the end game was selling these four cans together right and this one's off the mark in terms of the flavor profile they were going for 
and is also not in keeping with the rest of the beers for a, a style slash like the other beers were at least heading in a direction the, uh-huh. the other paleo that I tried had the haze mm-hmm. had a good bit of bitterness was, was nearly there in terms of the other paleos in its class at 4% the IPA was, was pleasant I've not tasted it yet but based on what you guys had said it's, it's pretty pleasant tasting and probably the best out of the four Mm-hmm. which I would expect is the highest percentage at the four, so you can go for that. This has got almost the exact same explanation as to... The pills, low, the pills combined low. In, ter- in, terms of, ...in terms of beer. It's leaning on the golden ale part, mate. That uh, really is. Yeah. The golden ale part. But then it should be in a 500ml bottle. It's got so, a then, so then if it was switched... part of a foursome trying to be modern. Aye, if it was switched and it actually said it was like a golden ale beer, you'd maybe be like... Fair if enough. it was said golden ale, like a modern golden ale, you know, yeah. just tried to amplify a golden ale, then I would sort of buy it. Um, in that sense, it, it, I still wouldn't either. I mean, mine's is it's dead, yeah, it's not yours, it's uh, struggling. I've, I've given this a Mark, uh, uh, dealt yours is kind of a bit better. Mine's it's, might not be in the right, it's not, not much better, mind you. <laughs> it's just. I, I'm a bit. Dis- I am disappointed in this one, unfortunately. And sorry, Cal, if you're uh, you're listening. Um, but I feel just that the other three, the other three are pretty good. But is is like th- three or four ain't fucking bad though. No, 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 definitely. And at the end of the day, I've been uh, say maybe overcritical um, because they are. The, I'm coming back to this point again. They are taking. Uh, entry-level craft beer drinkers through a discovery, and we've all done it before if it was Williams Bros, if it was Drygate, if it was Stuart, if it was whoever it was that started, you know, our craft kind of path in terms of opening flavours up, and, you know, this is an attempt at opening flavours up in a golden ale, and I just think it's, for me, I think it's just missed the mark slightly, but um, if that's your style of beer that you like, you know, and you like a kind of classic golden ale kind of cask sort of beer, um, you know, then it might it might be perfect oh, for I you. Had a mark, it, it, it might be perfect for you. I just what you say, put it said on the tin is it's missing. It's missing the mark. Um, for the audio listener, tell us about the wackaging. Um, oh, you you mentioned numbers. Um, what we're looking at in terms of wackaging. How we're looking so, so every can every can is a different colour and it's got a it's got a what looks like a sort of arcade token um which says good for one play on it um and with, with a number um and as I say different colours and uh, yeah it's, it's it's punchy and it, it, it you know if I, I seen that sitting on a, if I seen that sitting on a shelf I would certainly go and pick it up because mm. it, it you know it's it's monochrome it, you know it's one colour and yeah it's I think they look cracking. I've got to admit, like having seen the old sort of like the, the haggis beer number and the the rose petal number that they've done before, which were like new wave. Yeah, just arcade. to clarify, he did say haggis. By the way, for him that's listening, he did say haggis. Can I just beer. say that was a brilliant beer? Like when you tried it as a Scottish bitter, like it had the spicy pepper aspect that you'd want from like the haggis, uh, and it hit the brief perfectly. So. Yeah, I, like I'm, I'm, I'm on that hill. I'm on the haggis beer hill, one hundred percent. There, there real, might be I some. Have, there I might have real be, estate there. 
there might be some shares available for anybody else who uh, <laughs> wants to jump on board, <laughs> but I was 100% in. Um, but I think the concept's brilliant. And, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, four cans, entry entry level into four different sort of styles. Because let's be honest, they are four different styles. We've got a golden well, a citrus pale, but we've got a golden ale. We have a traditional pale ale. We have an IPA. Um, and then we've got the New England that sort of uh, Cal um, has uh, described as well. Um, I don't know, Gil, if you've uh, opened anything else or no, no, <laughs> just like no, 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 because I'm con- I'm pretty convinced on the like I don't, I'm pretty convinced on the other the other beers are are pretty pleasant and pretty on the mark. I just think this one. This one's the odd one, it. You like for for by none of them like the the IPA was as I said was probably the strongest out of the four. Yeah, I think maybe mine number two slightly just slightly behind it. The pale probably there or thereabouts as well. But this one's a a departure in terms of the, the the level that was there. That's this one's a swing and a miss as mm-hmm. far as trying to put it in that foursome. It just doesn't fit the beer. The the can does. The beer inside the can yeah. doesn't fit the other three. I think it's a wee bit away, and that's the it's it, this beer could be good in in a traditional setting if you were going to pour it, put it in that fashion or in cask, like we said. It just I think the could thing is, see- like a, what else would like? I'm trying to think of what else would go well within that kind of core range. There's some in a like like. Well, surely it has to be a Westy pill then. Or a Westy. If you're going to go with all IPAs, it's going to be a kind of West Coast one. Aye. A good, a good, a good, decent hit of bitterness. Or do something wild and put a porter together. I was going to see how you go dark. Aye, exactly. Or, or, a, going... or, or, or a kettle sir. Mm. Like, that's like, it, it depends on what you want to do. I would uh, go true. porter and keep it. I would, uh, I would say that. I would, would say go dark. With what they want to do in Bridge the Gap. Or. Mm-hmm. An amber ale or something like that. Some the kind of ones like, like that kind of dark ale, kind of flat thing. tire style. Aye. The thing is though, citrus pale ales are quite common, trendy. There's, whatever there's the. Already f- a citrus pale ale. What was that? There's already a citrus pale ale. It's beer Aye. number two. It's just the hazy version. Which well. I think if you're going modern, I don't even mind the hazy. Like the, the hazy version's the way to go. Just. Something like I don't know, it just isn't this beer, whatever it, it, on the can <laughs> isn't this. This is a, yeah. a golden traditional ale with, with, with someone else added. It just doesn't, it, it doesn't fit the other three for me. Yeah. It's it a bit disjointed compared with the rest. And I would like to see someone a mod, a mere modern style like a West Coast pale or even a lager, something like that. I like, see, but see, my, I like it, but actually, that, that would have been Aye. the perfect show. Actually. If you're going to keep things light and keep things in that kind of pale side of things, I think that's, that sounds like the perfect way to go. I four and a half percent beer, you can get away with no problem. This is, should be three point eight, and it might be three point eight though, mate. The Royal Oak mm-hmm. somewhere in fucking Middle England. Like, like you sent me the pictures, the Shire. Um, Mark of of the beers, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, got looking at the styles and stuff, looking at the percentages. And I, like, I don't know. Like the session, the New England session scared would would have scared me 
I like, don't know about that. The citrus pale would have definitely scared me. And then the, the, the one and two, the IP and the pale would have been like, okay, you, you can maybe get something out of that. But to be fair, from what you guys have said, fucking three or four ain't bad. No. Like for a, for a brewery to hit three or four and maybe just miss the mark on one that just needs, it's it's maybe labelled wrong or maybe they should have went. I, I, I agree with what you're saying, Gil. I think a lager would have been a perfect addition to that four pack like a craft lager you mean like no, a, yeah, yeah no 100% like a, craft lager yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. interesting right so let's just like hang here I know we didn't really go down the whole rating scale but like if you had to rate the four pack I know we've not tried them all each but we've tried enough and we've obviously heard like we obviously trust each other's opinions on other beers and all the rest of it so like if you had to rate the four pack as a entry level uh, craft beer, like sort of like if you had, you know, we we spoke to like we know James listens to the podcast a lot. Cal, and I know his taste yeah, has yeah. kind of changed a lot, I was right? Th- yeah, I, 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 I was thinking about him when I was drinking. So you know, you and, know, something that's it, and and a drinking in a sexual way. So. <laughs> I always, I always listen, mate. I always think about him in a sexual way, so. <laughs> You know, that's good play. So we need, we need, we need to name this podcast. Are you listening, James? Are you listening, James? Uh, okay. I'll love that. So, um, so yeah. Honestly, I kind of get, I kind of get that beard out of my head. Um, but no, I think, I think you're right, mate. That's the kind of, that's the kind of level we're, we're looking at. That that kind of entry into craft beer, and I think a case of arcade beer works. You know, maybe an eight pack or even a twelve pack, three each one. I think. Would wouldn't wouldn't it be wouldn't it be too bad? I really don't, you know. Um, I, I certainly wouldn't want. I certainly wouldn't want a twenty-four pack. Fuck no. If these four, if these four beers, I don't know that I would want six each beer. Um, you know, I would, I would certainly want that broken up. Um, and I think that might be a little bit of a hard sell having having twenty-four of these beers. Um, but I certainly think a twelve pack, two a three each beer. Um, yeah, true. You know, obviously, you know, there might, you know. I think number three is clearly one that, that's that's been a bit of a miss, but the, certainly the rest are are not misses. Um, I'll so, I'll give you my um, uh, rating out of ten. Not having any of the beers and listen to you guys for a, a entry level kind of craft beer to get you on the fucking market and maybe ex- explore your fucking palate all that jazz. It feels like it's like a seven. Six and a half, maybe seven out of ten as well. Yeah, but it is, mate. It's an introduction box. It's it's you know, you sign up for you sign up for your subscription or you sign up, you know, for, for flavorly or, or or whatever it is, and you get that beer and you know, it opens the door and, and maybe maybe teaches you about styles that you're not familiar with. Um but I but yeah, I think I think twelve of these would certainly not be wasted at all. Um, I, 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 if 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 they're if they're flogging them in twenty fours or or whatever, then I, I think that's a harder sell. To be honest, right. well, I'd like to say um, I I would agree with you, Gav in terms of the rating. Put it that way, I think it's a, a like a a seven out of ten for for what if, they do. If number three is is a better beer, it's easier than it's an eight. 
but that last beer, just, that number three beer, just dragged it down. Well, for for entry level beers though, like it is, it's up there, like just because of what it does and all the rest of it. So, um, no, I would highly, highly recommend. And I know we've we've kind of really got stuck into them. Um, oh, definitely. And, that's what that's you know, a joke. We've tried, <laughs> correct. Um, and you know, giving ourselves a chance to try each of them and like really kind of debate because. I think at the end of the day, that's it's really, really important that, like, you know, we can open that up. But I would agree with Cal. Like, I know, I know, like, so the, you can buy a case of this on the Flavorly website right now, which is a 24 pack for 46 quid. Which that, is £1.92 one, um, a beer. So. Well, I'm. Um, one ninety a can. We're just I'm just after saying, you know, I'd be quite happy to pay one ninety two pound a can. Yeah. Right. So so yeah, no, that's I'm gonna backtrack, you know. I think what what I should say is I don't know if I would want twenty four cans in uh, one go yeah. with this. You know, if I'm spending forty forty eight quid. Forty six quid. Forty six quid. Sorry, mate. Sorry. If I was spending forty six quid on a on, on a case of beer. I'm I don't pain. know that I'd want. I don't know that I would want six. But remember, this is us, the same. craft beer wanker, though. Which, that's, that's, which, that's very, very. Whereas, even somebody that's even somebody that's new to craft beer. No, I don't know. Mate, I don't know. I'm, right, I'm not buying. Who in the right tins buying buying twenty four? But mate, yo, like no, no, like, no generally, no. you need to you need to rewind to the start no. of when you started drinking craft beer. Mate, to the complete fucking start. I'm I'm jumping on this because obviously I've seen the inside aspect and not just flavourly, but I, like people buy if they like beers or they like like getting to try different stuff or they like a specific brand, they buy twenty four packs, forty eight packs, ninety six. But, but nobody likes this. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know this what is mean? what I mean is if it's if it's tried and tested and it's a good style that you want to get into. It's it's for me. It's a hundred percent a four pack and a, a TQ tumbler. Mm. That that comes together. That's it. That's your introduction to craft beer. But no one lines no. Twelve quid, four cans and a tumbler. British home stores. You <laughs> see, like so, I'm going it, to. It could be it's something along the kind of lines. I just. I didn't get like I know I, I even agree. at my beginning of craft beer I was never buying twenty four cans of anything. No, like never I, mind twenty four cans of uh, four beers. I would want four to taste it, maybe eight, so I could yeah. try them with somebody. Maybe yeah. twelve, and then you've got three of each. No twenty four. I'm so, like no me, and even gone back to the beginning, I would never have had twenty four. I would never have went to the supermarket and bought twenty four no. beers of whatever. I went for. 20 packs of Budweiser and Tenants and Coors Light to yeah. six. For me, for me, the whole the whole point of craft beer. Online's different, and I don't know. I, I understand I don't, that, I, I don't know discovering online craft beer, which you, you might go for because you're getting a discount or you're getting. I understand, but for me, the whole the whole point of, the whole point of craft beer is trying as many different breweries, as many different styles as you can. For your budget, so having a, having a having a box that's got maybe 
yeah, so if the box has got four different styles in it, you didn't want you didn't want six each can. I, I just didn't I just didn't see it. But but uh, that's fine. I mean if that's if that's what they've got, you know, that's, that's fine. this is the whole point. And at the end of the day, that's the um, if that's the model that's gone down and hopefully um it's feedback that is well received if we're well, fingers crossed. Twenty four pack, then you know, a 12, like I know the glassware is wicked, you know, they've got all the wee flavourly um, wee chop glasses that are always yeah. quite handy for, uh, and if you could make up a couple of arcade uh, beer work glass, I think it would just Yeah, help. I think 12, just to put my 50 pence in, I think, I think a 12 pack is a good range, a good yeah. number. Um, and the reason what you're doing, if you've got well, a night in with your mates and try them. I, the, I, I started yeah, I off, Ken, like, Ken, when Ken, I was, what else I think? Ken, what else I think is forty-six pound is a big fucking investment. Uh, like if for- you're new, if you're new to craft beer, if you're new, to, you know, if you're new to craft beer and you're wanting to explore craft beer, forty-six pound is a big fucking investment. Whereas, uh, whereas twenty-five pound, isn't he? No, it's not too bad. Like, <sighs> do you know if you're if you're if you're saying twenty-five pound free delivery, and you're getting your you're getting your twelve you're getting twelve cans of this, hmm. maybe with a glass. Like uh, you're going to get repeat. You're going to get repeat custom with that. No, like like I said, I think a a, twi- a, a sensible size is twelve. Um, that's how I started off um, getting twelve packs and stuff, which which grew me into, into the beer snob that I am at the moment. But no, like we said, we can't. Even, the one beer that that doesn't really hit the mark is number three. All the rest of them do what they say in the tin. Um, so like we said, three out of four ain't ain't that fucking bad. Ain't that bad. Um and so if you're looking for an introduction to craft beer, maybe that should that's your dig. That is your dig. Uh, Mark's kind of fucked off. Um <laughs> just to make sure that I was just trying to make sure I, I covered it before I switched over. But I'll switch to one thing I wanted to mention before we finished and just to, and come back to Mark when he comes back on our screen. Um we had a, a listener approval. So if you if you'd never listened to the the other kind of side of the podcast, the approval that comes out every fortnight, um, we had a listener one. Um, nice. I would share it with you. Um, so our listener had the uh, seven brothers. Um, <laughs> honey. So was it just was it just a a message that you were sent, or was it an audio? No, approval? no, no. It was just an Instagram message. Um, ah, God. Send some audio messages, guys. Come on. We want to hear your voices. We want to hear what you think. Come on, I know. Send us some messages. It would, it would be good. Um, so seven brothers, the honeycomb beer. Which <laughs> we, exactly. We I, I know. I think you've had it, Cal. I know I've had it. Yep. And it's how as the special as the special. Um, before they found the good stuff. Um, and the message we got sent was, it's it's two part. It's a two part message. So I've combined it. The, the one. So it started off as, this is shit. Don't buy. Nice. And then someone has dropped a Wuthers original and a glass of dishwater. This is, Wait, who, who said this? I, I seen this review. <laughs> it's our who mate, said this? It's our mate David. Big David Dave, Nichols. We need to get we need to get David back on, man. We need to get David back on for a chat. That, that's some quality content right there, David. That's uh, that's what we're all about. Wuthers original and dishwater. Good lad. <laughs> He sent it and I was like, I think that's unfair to Weathers original. 
It is 100%. And, and Werther's original already gets a terrible press. I know. For for obvious reasons. Again, old, old people and pedophiles. That's. <laughs> <laughs> but David, I appreciate you sending this. That, that, uh, you sent it over the weekend. That was absolutely howling. It was absolutely brilliant. Instantly, you, you went balls deep as well on some of the Mirakai swimming in series, which I want to get your thoughts on the Idaho 7. Um, I know you had the Citra one. Was it Citra? No, Mosaic, excuse me. Mosaic, hi. Swimming in Mosaic, um, which I had at the weekend as well, and it was a bit meh. It's not as good as Idaho 7. Not the, as good. The Idaho 7 is honestly, it's a beer of the year candidate. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm on that hill. But again, speaking, but, of, sorry, speaking of Mosaic, I'm, uh, I've kind of, I've navigated away from Arcade Beer Works. Um, and I've opened up a track. Right. I've got a old top track or just a track? No, 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 just just a track. Mm. Um, and it's it's called I'm saying just a track. It's called Sunset Trains, five point two percent pool, and it's mosaic and cashmere. And cashmere, honestly, how good is cashmere? By oh, the way, it's just this combination is just it's sublime. It really is. It's just tropical citrus. It's juicy, it's soft, it's, it's got ever. I mean, even the smell, it's just like pineapples and mangoes and passion fruit. It's just superb. It really, really is. Absolutely stunning. Cashmere is a ridiculous hot, by the way. Yep. Absolutely it's, fucking ridiculous. It's one of these. Well like- done track. Pantheon, if ever there was one. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think they were on the list, weren't they? Yeah, yes, they, they are. Yeah. We spoke about it last week, I'm sure. They're on. Um, but I want, you, you you disappeared for a minute there, Dale, because you're obviously peeing or getting another beverage, you know. Um, I just want to make sure that there was nothing else we wanted to cover from Arcade. No, I just want to obviously thank uh, Callum and that for sending them through. Right, cheers, that's uh, amazing sending them the beer. And, and uh, yep, you're, you're, they're definitely on the right track, like, absolutely. I I would agree. I think uh, from 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 my point of view, I think it's definitely a step in the right direction. I think three of the four beers have been really really well received, and at the end of the day, like knowing sort of circumstance and kind of what you're working with, I think Quantic have done an absolute stellar job yeah. of uh, kind of rebranding. I see. But I see after like uh, hearing you guys have have obviously the arcade beer works beer brewed by by those guys i want to get uh, they, them on the podcast and just okay. and, and hear from, should reach out no 100 percent, and hear from those guys directly and um one get more insight into those ones the arcade beer works but then find out more about those guys yeah i think uh i, I just think it's a win uh, at the end of the day if if you listen, if you've listened this far in the podcast, and you've like, obviously and like you you listen to us for our kind of honest feedback, I think we've been really honest and with them. But what I would say is the they're, they're all probably worth a try. The threes are probably on slender hooks just from our palates, but depending on what you kind of like to drink, uh, they they are probably all worth so. Um, Quick shameless plug for the Flavourly uh, guys, I suppose, here is um, if you go into Flavourly, 
dot com uh, forward slash arcade uh, dash beer works. It gives you all the kind of um, the the wackage and all the uh, the breakdown on the four cans. You can see uh, the the can art, the colorways, all that kind of stuff, um, and it allows you to obviously uh, purchase at at the same time. And while you're on there, you can build perfect cases and all that kind of stuff. So again, shameless uh, shameless plug for uh, Flavorly, but. Well, that's that's quite all right with like a wee shameless plug. You also get those details in the description, so you can easily just scroll down. Whenever you listen to the podcast, just pop the wee, just hit the wee link, and you can go and see all the arcade beer works beverages that the boys have tasted this evening. Uh, excellent work, gentlemen. Excellent work. I've been getting steaming on some supermarket beers, yeah. loving life, and um. As always on the Beer Fridge Podcast, wherever you listen to this podcast, make sure you subscribe, hit the ding a ling ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. You can also show your support by getting us some five-star rating or heading to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. Uh, Vault City Joe, your hoodie is coming. It's on its way. It's sorted, mate. I apologize. It's a long wait, but you're getting it. Incidentally, he's actually getting a, he's actually getting a hoodie. That we don't have yet. Yeah, it's the brand new one, isn't it? <laughs> He's getting the brand fucking deadly, deadly new one. I yeah, don't have it yet. So, quite right. Quite right, exactly. Quite right indeed. Um, so we appreciate your support. Like I said, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. Uh, my name's Gavin, that's Cal, that's Scotty, and that's MD. And until next time on the Beer Fridge Podcast, we'll be your real berries, real opinions. Cheerio, bye. Bye. bye.